forsooth, adverb, archaic. In truth, in fact, indeed. Now used in derision or to express disbelief. So we're back for another episode. Come on, what episode is this? Uh, 21. Yeah. Oh, we have a, like a month left. Yep, very soon. Very soon for the, the holiday break. Well, for the season break. We don't do a holiday break. We we used to do a well. Technically, we still do. We do a break around Comic Con just to give ourselves a, like a little bit of time to catch back up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think did we do a break this year though? No, I we, we went right into it. We right? went right into Comic Con this year. And then we went. We went right after Comic Con, didn't we? Yeah. We were going to, but we decided to do it anyway. Surprise! We did it both ways. Ugh. Uh, so if you saw the title. Uh, this episode will be getting a little tiny bit political, uh, and because we pissed off all of our friends the last time we had them over for the political one, I kid, um, we're, we're gonna just do it with just Monica and myself. No guests. No guests, except for our own disappointment. Oof. And our sincerest apologies to the people we alienated, and the people who are remaining. Don't worry, we'll get to you. Yes, definitely. So, uh, today we are touching on China. China. Or as, as Donald Trump would say, China. China. Uh, China. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, last week, there was an episode, um, actually it was the week before, and it was this week, there were episodes of South Park that really snowballed. So last week it was an episode... Episodes of Tegrity Farms. Well, it's, it's South Park. Tegrity Farms. Tegrity Farms. Do you like the new intro for South Park? I think it's weird. Honestly, like, I, South Park is always touch or go for me. Well, you've never really truly liked South Park. Yeah, like, one season here and there, a couple episodes, you know, it's it's really touch and go for me. But these last two were, like, pretty awesome. So, in, in the, uh, the the episode, not this week, but the week before that, it was um, Stan's dad decides to go to China to sell his marijuana because he wants to get all that China money that, like, Disney, the NBA, and all these people are getting their hands on. Uh, and in doing so, he doesn't realize that it's illegal for marijuana still in China because he just assumes everywhere it's legal now, which is interesting because that is something that like a lot of people maybe not realize that not every state is legal and you definitely can't get on a plane with your marijuana. You can't take it cross state lines. Even if you're going on a flight from Los Angeles to Washington or to Colorado it's from a not legal place to a you, legal place. It doesn't matter. You, you can't, can't cross state. You cannot cross state lines. So a lot of people don't realize it. So there's this moment where he actually gets to China, and he opens up a suitcase, and like they're all like, "What the hell?" Because the whole suitcase is filled to the brim with marijuana. Yeah. And uh, very nicely packaged. You no, know, it was very well done. Like he did a good job packaging it. Yeah, it's not like he stuffed it full of buds, like and, loose buds. No. And so there's that whole thing where he basically gets uh, gets in trouble and goes to jail, and it's there that he meets Winnie the Pooh. Uh, and it's basically like him like standing up for Winnie the Pooh that gets trying to even more mad, and, and then, then Mickey, Mickey Mouse, comes out. yeah, Mickey Mouse comes down to solve the problem because Mickey Mouse wants all that money. Now, what this is referencing is specifically uh, a lot of Disney's actions for one um, with the issue of. Um, they don't like Doctor re- Strange. Well, they also don't like to represent Winnie the Pooh in the States now. Well, so it has to do a lot with... Well, they made the Winnie the Pooh movie. I know. That was like, after the whole Winnie the Pooh getting banned, they made the Winnie the Pooh movie. 
with Ian McGregor. No, I mean like recently, like really recently. They they uh. Let they me look still it up. Have, I think they still so have the ride at Disneyland. Look, all I'm saying is that there was a recent thing on Doctor Strange where they were going to make um, the what was it the uh, ancient one was going to be you know um, like the Buddhist or something or in that kind of field. And they knew they would get in trouble, so they instead made it like an Irish woman. <laughs> Which, you know, I get the idea, like, the ancient one can take multiple forms, but still, like, that was, like, a major shift that was done specifically to appease China in their marketplace. Um, and so they kind of make fun of that a little bit because the episode's called Band in China. Now, it's not band with ED at the end. It's band, like a musical band. Because there's a sub-story where uh, the boys are trying to basically become a famous band. And they're told the better idea is to make a documentary about becoming a famous band. And that's where all the money is. Which is a real true test and tale attacking uh, the fact that artists are treated shittily by record sales. Right. Uh, but like, yeah, of course, <clears throat> you know, not solve the problem. Let's just make movies about your careers and then we'll make you money that way. I think what was funny was the... Uh... The apology. Well, no, I, we'll get to that. But so they make the band, and they're trying to make a documentary about it because the, they want to become rich in China for the sale of the, the, the band's documentary. Like, China shows up to make sure they don't break any rules. And it's like, okay, no talking about homosexuality. No talking about this. No talking about that. Can't mention communism. Yeah. Uh, and, like, eventually the boys get tired of it. And they're like, no, we're done. We're fucking done. Because they are, like, the voice of reason. All the adults are horrible in South Park. Well, they only care about money. Uh, so, after this episode went off, and I, I want to point this out, South Park has done a really good job just being assholes to everybody. Equal opportunity. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. They, in fact, the first time they ever really uh, got like any kickback from any people on the show was um, when they basically attacked Scientology and Chef. Um, he basically, I forget the name of the Is Chef even... Still on the show? No, Chef's been gone since since the guy the actor left. I don't remember his name. Like, Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes. So Isaac Hayes, um, he actually got well. Isaac Hayes didn't get in trouble. Isaac Hayes, they 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 came out later and they talked about the fact that it wasn't really Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes loved the show, but it was because he was a Scientologist and the Church of Scientology was coming down on him through his family. Oh. Wow. Uh, and then basically forcing him to pull off the show because of that. So that was like the first time they ever had like an actual brouhaha in house yeah. over like attacking somebody i didn't know any of that like the, like i said like i don't really like i spot watch you know and at that point like you know chef had you know the isaac Hayes chef had no problem making fun of you know homosexuality republicans democrats no issues whatsoever but the minute you talk about scientology like every joke they do on the show like it's every like five minutes is a jew joke yeah <laughs> they did a whole and, episode and jokes. about sending the uh uh kyle to a uh, internment camp for immigrants, and like, like Cartman has an issue. He's like, "Oh shit, I didn't realize that was a that was a trigger for you." Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> the Mexican Joker episode. Oh, the Mexican Joker. But like, everyone is pretty much fair game in their eyes, and now they came out. And I would like to say this: South Park has gotten so much support from Comedy Central, so much. So. Well, they have a huge following. In response to China banning all clips, episodes, and content of South Park because of this episode, um, Comedy Central has placed the episode online for free. 
So you can watch the Banned in China episode on SouthPark.com right now for free. Which so is then China's going to ban Comedy Central entirely. Because that's how China does. Well, just, they like, escalate. I love that kind of response. You know, like, yeah. when, when, when things were going on with North Korea in the interview, which was a horrible movie, but the fact that they were trying to shut down America making a movie, it's like, no. We're going to make our shitty comedy, and you're going to have to take it. They're going to, I mean, like, I don't understand. Xi Jinping, he has to understand that this is the internet, and he's Barbra Streisanding himself. So here's the thing, though. It's, so, imagine if Barbara Streisand had the ability to prevent anyone in the country from seeing the things she doesn't want you to see. He does. They have full control over their internet. It, look, Streisand has power. Okay. So, if anybody could do it, she, she could. Doesn't, she's not the, the ruler of a nation. She's the ruler of many nations. No. No, she's not. And that's, that's probably a good thing. She's a national treasure. But the funny thing about it, so like they literally, yeah, you're right. They did come back out and they, they did. They apologized, but it was such a fucking. I I, I love their. It response. was so sarcastic. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it and they uh like the NBA, we welcome the Chinese censors into our homes and into our hearts. We too love money more than freedom and democracy. Uh, Xi doesn't look just like Winnie the Pooh at all. Long live the great Communist Party of China. May this autumn's sorg come. Sorghum. Sorghum harvest be bountiful. We good now, China. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's so salty. So here's the thing, though. So Trump came out and attacked the NBA for basically their, their blatant like, okay, we won't talk anything about politics. We won't let any of our players talk about politics going to China. No matter what's going on with the protests, they're not allowed to bring it up. And he came out and he attacked the, like, the NBA for it being spineless. But, like, remember in July... Trump specifically talked on the phone with Xi and said, uh, don't worry, I won't bring up the uh, protests in the media at all. But it, he's but, such a fucking idiot, though. But he, no, but it's like, that's recorded. That's literally in a log saying that. But he's coming out and he's basically attacking the NBA about I never said NBA anything. Yeah. So here's a really funny thing. I think we might have talked about this before. Matt Stone and Trey Parker are not liberals or Democrats. You remember this? I barely remember half of so what happened today. They got a, an award earlier this year, uh, before the new season came out. It might have been late last year. Well, I think it was early this year. But it was like an award for basically uh, like like a democratic liberal award in arts. Uh, and they came on the stage like, you know we're Republicans, right? And it's like, we'll take the award. <laughs> Who cares, man? The Do you remember thing, when though? Stephen Colbert was considered to be like a super Republican? Because that was an act, though. Yeah, it was a complete act. But even Republicans were, were uh, citing him as resources well, until he fooled them. Wasn't it at the RNC when he came out with like, you know, this is all fucking gag. <laughs> I think that was true. I think I it was think the RNC. Oh. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's fucking awesome. I have no problems or issues with Republicans. I, my favorite Republican, my grandfather, he was amazing. I loved he's, his way of arguing his points was great. This is not my grandfather's Republican Party. No, it's not. I could I could argue with him being like, I understand your point of view. I understand what you want for the government. Like none of his views were based off of bigotry 
or racism. It was literally all about fiscal responsibility. That was his talking points. And you know what? I fucking respected the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. He, he believed in strong moral values. He believed in... But like, here's the thing. He believed in the moral values specifically of what I do for me and mine. Not what like my views have to basically be applied to everybody. And he, he, I think that's the problem with both parties is it's and in my opinion more so the Republican Party as it is now does it, but they both do it, and it's it's inflicting their morality on other people, and it just it's got to stop. It's got to be more about you know to each their own, but as a society we need to be tolerant of each other. Yeah, I don't know if we have to be tolerant of each other. I think what needs to be, it just needs to basically get to a point where the internet doesn't exist anymore. Because here's the thing. I think I died a little when you said that. Society. The internet doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. Hear me out. How will I watch TV? Society has a... a, a, How will I turn my lights on? Okay. Can I... I guess. Okay. So society has a barometer. And that barometer basically is all like... Either or. I've heard it both ways. Uh, Magic head. (laughs) The, there, there's like a line that society, everyone in society believes is like the point. You know, like, okay, you can't in a, a park yell out the N-word because people will beat you up and it's not accepted in society. And right. there was that line. And it was like, you, you, I could basically have these beliefs, but when I'm out in public, I have to behave a certain way, even though I have these beliefs, because people will hate me. Right. People will look down at me. People will shit on me. And then, so there's there's... A couple things. One, it's society got to the point where it's so busy and crowded that people disappear in the cracks. And so there is kind of that belief that I'm just one person. As long as someone's got a cell phone camera, I'm going to be good. And the second part was the belief in finding organizations that people agree with you. So the online created that completely. The idea of you and your friends can get together on like a, like a, a bulletin board system or a forum or a chat room and just go hog wild talking about your racist beliefs, then creates this idea of, like, I'm not alone. There's a society that accepts me. And when you have that, then it basically takes that barometer, as you called it, it takes that and it moves it out of whack. So everyone has their own personal barometer, not like a societal barometer of what's okay, because they believe that no matter what they do, they'll have their... 3,000 friends to go back to online and say, these idiots believe this, and I did this, and I'm right. And they'll go, you're so right. Let me pat you on the back and give you a mm-hmm. circle jerk. And that's like what society's going to now. Yeah, everybody's kind of going into their own cliques where they're all right, and then like, it's causing wars. It's not okay to dress up like a baby for sexual gratification. <laughs> I'm all about the idea of like, hey, dude, each kink your own. But like... That's, that's fucking weird. That's fucking like almost predatory. I'm not talking about the people that dress up as babies. The people that are okay with a sexual partner that dresses up like a baby, those people are the predators. Because <laughs> you it's... can be fucked up in the head and want to dress up as a baby. Wh- whatever. That doesn't affect it's me. It's just so weird. But it's almost all like, I like it when my partner dresses up in a diaper and I have to change them. It's all like, no, you fucked okay. up. You fucked up. You know, it's it's... That's honestly, it's a little triggering because I have personal experience with knowing people that were into that. And it was super fucking weird. I'm not going to ask you to name names on the podcast, but I will need you to ask will name, not name names, names after the podcast. Um, will not name names. It There's was like when three was, people listening right now that are sweating, I get. It was, They're all like, oh my God, is, is Monica going to name when me? When I was much, much younger, um, I was like in my teens. I was still living with my parents because I was in my teens. 
Um, and I had a good friend and her boyfriend. Um, something happened where he needed a place to stay for a couple of weeks. And so my parents being the very nice people who like to put, put up strays all the time, uh, take him under their wing. And he uses my family's computer in the living room, a public location, middle of the night, I catch him on the, the computer and he really quickly shuts shit down. So me being a curious asshole. As you are. As I am. I go through and he thinks that he can just delete stuff and it's not gone from history. And I find diaper porn. Ugh. And so that's a situation in which you want to... Oh, no, I'm not okay and I'm with sitting, it. And I'm not okay with it at all. And I have never been okay with it. And I immediately told my parents, who got mad at me for snooping, but ultimately kicked him out. And then we had to go and tell my friend who ultimately left him. But... You just ruined a person's life. That guy ruined his own life. Well... He ruined his own life. I mean, he's already got it hard. He can only get hard by looking at he's diaper porn. gross. Yeah, well... It's super gross. He brought it on himself. Again... Why would you, if you're staying at a friend of a friend's house, use that person's computer to look up any kind of porn? Okay. Literally any kind of porn. Keep in let mind. Let alone super gross taboo porn. Keep in mind, no one had laptops back then. And you can't do it at the public library. You shouldn't use... That could have been his first time, I, by the way. My house, <laughs> my, my household to him was practically a stranger. Like... Are you telling me you've never... Friend of a friend. You've never looked at por- a porn on someone else's computer? No. Neither have I. <laughs> I have, however, found porn on someone else's computer when I was house sitting for them. Hey, thank you and for they not. Didn't, they didn't hide it. Thank you for not like putting me on blast about that. I'm glazing over it. Uh, <laughs> I have, however, found. Uh, I was house sitting for for somebody, and it was on their desktop. And I was like, "What's this weird file? It can't be what it says it is." Oh, it for sure is. It was normal stuff. I'm like. I'm not touching anything in here ever again. <laughs> so what do you quantify as normal stuff for that? Normal normal stuff. Like the average consenting adult with the average consenting adult. I mean, you're taking a lot of consideration to what's that. that. Okay. We've gone on a tangent. And I want to kind of drain this back in. We'll move on past the, the South Park one. General story. China's horrible. We're most likely banned there. He looks like Winnie the Pooh. You know, Point and I don't... Here's what I don't understand is... Winnie the Pooh's lovable. Embrace it. No. If you look like Winnie the Pooh, be like, oh, I'm awesome. No, you want to look like Piglet. Piglet's cute. You don't Piglet want to look like cute. Winnie the Pooh. Pooh is cute. No. And he's so adorable also, and his lovable. Name, his name is Pooh. His name is Winnie the Pooh. Ugh. And he gets stuck in, in poo holes and like... <laughs> You're not making this any better, Monica. But move, moving on now, I want to talk about something that I think is actually really important, and it has to do uh, with the U.S. and the U.K. So, uh, a little bit ago, uh, the U.S. diplomat, a U.S. diplomat, we don't know exactly what he was, but it's pretty sure he's a spy, but I'll get into that. Uh, the diplomat's name is Jonathan uh, Sokolis, uh, and he has been, I think, in the uh, the U.K. for just, he was only in there for like maybe a couple of months before this incident happened. Sorry, three weeks. Ugh. Uh, and he was working at the RAF, uh, Croton, uh, which is currently a U.S. Air Force base used for, uh, communications. And it's been nicknamed by people around there as the spy base. 
because they're pretty sure people run spy operations from there. So the wife was in the country with her uh, child, her 12-year-old son, in the car with her. And she uh, was driving on the wrong side of the road. Well, I mean, you're not used to it. She was there for three weeks. I mean, I'm hypervigilant when I'm driving my car. Yeah, that's you. I'm just saying, like, the general thing for me, and, and you, you kind of know it, is that when you're driving a car, you outside of the window of the driver is the line. So if you're driving on... If the line of the middle of the street isn't right out your window as the driver that's right next to you, then you are fucked up. That's the, that's the general rule. So you drive, drive on the other side of the car on the other side of the street. So when you look out the window right next to you, you should be able to see the medium line of the street. Was not she the driving side of the a street. UK vehicle or a US vehicle? Driving a UK. They don't ship your US vehicles out there. Don't they though? No. Don't they though? No. The only time you ever ship a vehicle that you have in the States to the UK, well, not the UK, but to, to you know, that area, to the, another continent, is when you're going to the Autobahn, you want to fucking drive that thing at full speed. <laughs> but first, first of all, it's a lot cheaper just to go to a racetrack. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, she's driving the wrong side of the road, and so this this uh, 19-year-old British uh, citizen named Harry Dunn uh, was driving his motorcycle, and she collided directly into him while driving on the wrong side of the road um he uh, he died i believe it was shortly thereafter uh and you know the, the police went to talk to her uh and then i guess they were getting the stuff together because it's harder to arrest somebody maybe in, in the uk and before they could get the stuff to arrest her and go there and grab her she fled the uk back to america uh and is claiming diplomatic immunity Oh my god! Uh, and it's just it's it's horrible. And that's just, not how diplomatic immunity works. I mean, technically, it is. I that's mean, really terrible. If that's that's usually, not how that should work. Like usually, you, when a murder occurs and it's clearly the, it's vehicular the, homicide. Whenever a murder occurs, period, between from a diplomat, usually the embassy removes diplomatic immunity, mm-hmm. uh, and they basically the person gets just tried for for the thing. And that's kind of what they've been asking the US to do, and they're like denying that they're going to and recently actually a couple days ago trump was asked about the situation with the uh the the uh, diplomat's wife u.s diplomat's wife which i don't he's not even a diplomat he's just a spy they gave diplomatic clearance to uh but the he basically said that like you know it's not uncommon to get in trouble driving on the wrong side of the street i'm not gonna say that i did but i did Jesus it's Christ. like that's literally what you just said, Trump. What an idiot! Yeah, no, it's so there. The family is asking specifically for um, them to basically kind of bring him back and waive immunity, and the U.S. is just not doing it. It's horrible. So are we just continuing to build rifts between every country? Yeah, pretty much. That's just what we're doing now. That's that's our jam, baby. It's just every pick, just pick a country, allies, enemies, whatever. Oh, enemies are friends, and friends are enemies now. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, uh, that's how we work now, I guess. You want to talk about something that's a little bit more interesting? So, uh, in Sweden, 
the uh, the king has removed royal status from some of his grandchildren, specifically five of them. Now, is it because they're little shits? No, they're between the ages of, of one and five. Oh well, you know that's one. They, that's they little are shits. little shits, literally. That's little shits because they literally run around shitting and they're little. Yeah, literally, uh, the little shits. Children are awful. They can be. They really can be. So, but no. But the main thing about it is apparently there are just too many children. Like he, these are like his grandchildren. So there's too many offspring. So he basically had to like call the line. Now, don't get me wrong. They still maintain like dukes and duchess titles in society, but they are no longer going to have the title of royal highness. Uh, now, there's another thing. So apparently. Royal people get stipends of money paid to them every month from the country. And so by cutting their royal highness status, they will no longer receive their uh, the royal stipend from, the, from the, the country. But they also don't have to perform any royal duties anymore. So there's no more like showing up like, at like parliament meetings and whatnot or being heard or present. So it's kind of freeing. It removes a little bit of benefit. You still have a title. Mm-hmm. And you're still technically royalty, so I like mean, it's if in a, a way prince wants to marry a princess, you're still a, way, a princess. Yeah. In a way, kind well, of. in a way, it's not fair, but I understand where it's coming from because like if there's just so many of them, it's really gonna <laughs> it's not gonna be great for the country. So it's really funny they still have a claim to the throne, right? But like barring a King Ralph situation, mm-hmm. remember that movie? Yeah, uh, remember that movie? So barring one of those, it's very unlikely they'll actually. Be placed in the in like the the royal seat of the castle in essence the royal leadership, but uh, you know it's it's a possibility of them still technically holding royal court, but at this current time they are no longer royal highnesses. Well, good for them. I'm just saying, like, because if there's he, anything Disney movies taught us is that being royal is just as bad as being poor. No, it isn't. I I do not. Did get you free not money watch Aladdin? My, oh my god, that bitch had problems. <laughs> That that whole movie that was be, first world problems that whole, in a movie. That whole movie is solved by a father and daughter talking to one another. Yeah. Right, like that's what needs to be resolved, not like uh, like communication issues. Yes. Like, yeah. Get rid of the sorcerer and bring in a therapist. Is all I'm saying. Hey, Dad, this sorcerer is sexually harassing me. I don't want to marry him. Oh, well, you're a woman and you have no rights. So you're marrying the sorcerer. Yeah, but he's apparently not that guy because at the end of the movie, he's letting her marry Aladdin. So, I mean, like, he's like, I'm going to rescind the law. So clearly, he's not unreasonable. He's just an idiot. Well, yeah, so they, it, they made that very clear um, <laughs> well, <laughs> with the parrot. Yeah. Paul yep. want a cracker? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm just like, that movie is resolved by parents and daughter talking. Like just a conversation. Parents. I don't want to... Well, I just assumed the, the lion or the tiger is her mom. She's half tiger? It's a Disney movie, right? Isn't yeah. that how, how that works? Yeah. Yeah. Male tiger. I've, I've seen Jungle Book. God. Also a male <laughs> was tiger. Was it a male tiger? Dude, the props. <laughs> like, Disney was created the first, not only interracial, interspecies, but also intergender... Or same gender relationship on the screen. Props to Disney. Because Iago was that's another not, one, right? That's not how that worked that at was, all. Iago was a same-sex interspecies relationship as well, right? With who? The Jafar. How would that even work? 
Uh, pff, very like, carefully. Does Jafar have like a crazy, twisty, multi-directional penis? Well, I mean, he's not trying to get Iago that knocked off. snaps off and grows back? That is not birds. That is not birds. That's ducks. That is ducks. It's very <laughs> different. Lots of waterfowl. Very foul. By the way, you just learned something new about ducks, guys. I, I knew that, but I don't I don't want to know it. <laughs> it's, it's kind of the same with uh with spiders. Uh, uh with spiders where they throw their penises and then they grow them back. So there's only two more stories I really want to talk about before we go. Um just because I've been pushing them off talking about them. We've actually because we we did the special last week, we weren't able to talk about this one. But Demi Moore uh, released a tell-all book called Is Inside Out. Is she still a thing? She's still gorgeous. But she hasn't been in, like, anything forever. And? So I haven't heard from her in, like, forever. We know each other personally. I think she disappeared. You don't know Demi Moore. You don't know her. <laughs> but no, so she would well, read her book. You'll get to know her. <laughs> Should I? You'll find out where she's been. Buy my book. So, uh, god damn it. The, the critic yeah um so she wrote right to the book she talks about her her life going from all the way through makes a lot of interesting things things like talking about how she cheated on her first uh husband like on our wedding night uh talked about one thing specifically was her relationship with ashton kutcher uh which is all the news in there together um so apparently ashton kutcher during their marriage uh basically was like a party animal and so Demi Moore gave sobriety specifically to show him that she was cool and could part and could keep up with him. On top, well, which by the way, that's her decision. That is hundred percent on her. I mean, if he pressured her, that's a different thing. But like saying like I wanted to feel like him, let him feel like I was cool, like dude, if he don't pressured put on her, airs. If even you don't... if he pressured her, he didn't hold a gun to her head. Nah. He didn't. He didn't make her drink anything. She chose to drink something. We're gonna go. Uh, we'll see how far that that concept goes in a little bit. But so, uh, but generally speaking, it's like, if, if he is too wild for you, date, like, someone in your age. Like, you dated someone who was, like, 40 years younger than you. Yeah, she's not Courtney Cox. I'm just saying, like, maybe not. She's probably 30. Town. 30 years younger. The thing I'm trying to say is that, like, I don't understand why, like, 80-year-old men date 20-year-old women. Oh, no. Like, how, what kind of conversation can you that's fucking a, have? That's a status symbol. That's not anything except for a status symbol. But you, like, I, I couldn't even deal with that. I, could, I couldn't deal with an 18-year-old girl now. I, and I'm not I even say, near man, that like, like, I age. can't. Like, no there's way. already just like, a, like, what do you mean you don't have a plan for life? For, in, in general, uh, throughout my entire life, it's been, I don't like to date people that are younger than me and people are like, oh, well, that's really like cutting off a whole section of people. And I'm like, I get it. But also I have no interest in those people because in general, they're going to be a lot less mature. Well, you're also very lucky because men always look better with age. That's true. They just look so good. Women sometimes age super, super well. And then they usually, it's always, they, they usually it's always hit a point hit there. Or miss. It's hit, hit or a, miss. No matter how well they age, when that woman hits that one window, though, it all goes downhill really fast. Like <laughs> It's like I haven't aged for the last 30 years, and then it's all like, I aged all 30 years in two days. Oh, man. But, uh, I'm but hoping no, that doesn't happen to me. <laughs> but no, so during the, her book, she also talks about the fact that Ashton Kutcher um, kind of said like he needed to have threesomes. During their marriage, it was constantly requesting it, so she gave into it. 
and they had a bunch of threesomes, and that actually, she says, led to infidelity within the marriage, including Kutcher cheating on Demi more uh, when... By the way, Danny Madison, who's been canceled by, by culture, because apparently he... Uh, I, I, I don't know all the facts in the Danny Masterson storyline, but apparently he uh, may have used his power or status to harass women on certain shows. I don't really know the details, so I don't want to delve too deep into it on that, but I just want to make sure that's there's an asterisk next to Danny Masterson's name on this discussion. But apparently it was his bachelor party... And Ashton Kutcher cheated on Demi Moore during the bachelor party. Well, I have one thing to say though. If it was in Vegas, bachelor parties get kind of wild. If it was in Vegas, it doesn't count. It always counts. No, it, it's don't only, think you can get away with that only shit. Only counts when you get an STD. Don't think you can get away with that shit. It always counts. Bachelor parties, I understand, can get kind of wild, but it sounds to me an awful lot like Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore were not a good fit, and she was trying to hold on to her youth. By sticking with him. I, uh, cheating is cheating, though. Cheating 100% is cheating. That's not even remotely on her. That's 100% on him. Yeah. But her choosing to stay with him is her clinging to something that she really just should have just given up. And she's mature enough at that age. She was mature enough, mature enough to know that. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, yeah. so what you're telling me is those advertising campaigns from Vegas are not true. No. So it doesn't just stay in Vegas. If you get married in Vegas, you're not only married in Vegas. Really? Because I thought the other states didn't acknowledge their wedding certificates. Well, they acknowledge them. Unless it's gay marriage. Oh, yeah, that was another thing. We won't go into that. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about... Or that lady that married her dog. That helped up, though, I thought. I don't think that helped. That's That was, I, I think, just kind of a, a fun ceremony, not like a legit legal one. So the last thing I want to talk about before we go uh, is San Clemente. Uh, this is near and dear to me because I used to live there at one point. Uh, I even worked down there at a Blockbuster video when I was younger. Uh, and met a lot of good people there. But so uh, San Clemente High School had a game against Lincoln High School on their home field. So Lincoln came up and they were literally there at San Clemente's game. And a bunch of Orange County... Shocker. Racist students started basically chanting slurs and like racial slurs about ethnicities at them in the restrooms, at the snack bars, and from the bleachers. The slurs were so offensive and upsetting that the Lincoln High School cheerleading team just left. They just literally got up and left the game. They didn't want to basically be there for it. How are we dealing with Nazis again? Okay, well, keep in mind, this is not Nazi. This is, this the is KKK. racist. This is the KKK. Uh, uh, I mean, they they're not around? the KKK. I don't think they go to meetings, okay? Ugh. If you're trying not to drink, you're not, in a, you're not in recovery unless you go to a meeting. You're not a Nazi unless you go to meetings. You're not in the KKK unless you go to meetings. The whole point about the Nazi party was that you basically organize. <laughs> That's why it was called the party. God. But uh, they had punch and pie. But, so, the results of this is, is that the San Clemente principal has apologized. The kids at, at some of the kids at San Clemente school are really upset because, like, they like, a couple bad apples, you know, spoil the batch. Uh, and, like, kind of ruin this for everybody. And then also they're probably upset because, and this is the thing I find really weird. Not just San Clemente, but Lincoln High School also will have to attend a one-day workshop on tolerance. Only one day? 
Well, that's as far as the county will pay. That's really sad. But it's a one-day seminar, and it's the whole schools. Both schools. Well, my point is, why the fuck is Lincoln High School having to go through this? I think they both having to go through it is a good thing. Just, I think all schools should have to go through this right, so, simultaneously you, as a lesson to all of you, um, the schools in the area. Um, you haven't but what seen I the office. Know, what I want to know is, is how these kids are not black and fucking blue from when their parents found out what happened. Because they don't know who it was. They haven't found names, so basically say it. I'm sure those parents know who it was. Wow, maybe. But maybe the kids are probably saying it because they're saying it. Racism, racism is taught usually through friends or family or both. Yeah. So I don't At think... least some of those kids should be beat the fucking shit, man. I'm just saying. So... I don't usually condone corporal punishment, but racism is definite. Like, you should get at least a smack across the eye. So you haven't watched The Office, but there's a great scene where they, they bring in uh, White... Not White Snap. Oh, what's his name? Uh, I trying to remember his name from The Daily Show. He was the older one, had his own show on Comedy Central as well, but... I forget his name. Whatever. I don't want to basically mess it up. Uh, but he basically came into the show. Steve Carell? No, it's African-American. Oh. Uh, he comes into the show and he specifically that. like does a um, like a seminar on racial diversity and like harassment in the workplace. And everyone has to go through it. But the real reason he's there is because uh, the main, the, the boss of the Michael. show. Michael. Played by Steve Carell. Um, he basically said an offensive statement that got pressed up to corporate and they sent this guy down there specifically for him. Mm-hmm. But everyone in the office had to endure a day of sensitivity training because of it. And that's what this feels like to me. Like the poor kids at Lincoln High School did nothing wrong. They just they were the victims and they still have to basically go through this bullshit. Like this it should just be like a day seminar of I'm sorry that People at San Clemente High School suck. You're awesome. Let I mean, me tell you all the ways you're awesome. Everybody's not innocent, and just because San Clemente did it doesn't mean that Lincoln's not doing it. It just means that San Clemente was caught. So you think that I the think people that, from Lincoln High School were, were saying the N-word? I think that some of them could have, and I think that sensitivity, sensitivity training is good for everybody, no matter who you are, and I think that it should be taught in all the schools following this incident. Well, I personally blame the horrible drug like culture of san clemente because there's literally nothing to do there's a drug culture of everywhere you have not lived there there are two things to do in san clemente it's go to the beach or it's do drugs and most people do both at the same time there it's like you're either under the age of 18 or you're over the age of 70 there san clemente is a very weird place Sounds like paradise. Really? That's sarcasm. It was horrible. I hated living there. I had a car, though, and I could go wherever I wanted. And so whenever I wanted to go anywhere, it wasn't San Clemente. (laughs) But, ugh. All right, I think that wraps this shit up. I think this is about enough bad news for the day, don't you think? Yeah. You feel depressed yet? Well, I'm always depressed, but it's not helping. Aw. Well, thank you guys for listening. This, like I said, this is going to be a shorter session. We only did like 40 minutes. Uh, but we will catch you guys next time, hopefully with a guest. <laughs> <laughs>